Brad with College Sportscast. Welcome to our weekend wrap-up show. I heard a fan offer free dipping dogs if I blew it. Wanted you have some fun, you know, execute. <laughs> Bombs. Stay as a team, execute, give 100%. Dipping dogs sound good. All right. Hey, guys, welcome back. It is Brad with College Sportscast, and we are here to do our weekend wrap up show. While I was coming on the air, it looks like I have John. Roberts with me on the phone. Drink local Beham. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Right. Yep. Right now I can hear you. So he is That's trying good. to do this on his phone. We got a brand new um, software that we're using. So we're kind of trying this out and see how this works. But we are here to do the weekend wrap up show. Yes. This is week one, college football, and it's not quite over yet because it's Labor Day weekend. There's a game going on right now, actually. Oregon State is playing. And then later tonight, probably the biggest game of the weekend, FSU and LSU is playing. I know, John, you're going to be paying attention to that. Uh, Yes, I will. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. SEC versus ACC. It's probably the biggest game of the weekend. So we're not officially wrapping up the weekend because the first weekend's a little odd compared to the other ones. Um, but a, most of the games are in the books. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, we had a lot of a lot of uh, uh, upsets upsets in this game uh this weekend uh so far and uh we've had a few um ooh, what should we say uh overreactions on the twitters and whatnot yeah yeah i i have to agree with that uh, it's just week one um you can tell some stuff and then some stuff you know you kind of have to wait another week or two before you can officially say hey, this team is that, or hey, this team is this, or, or whatever. You know, it's still – it's it's the first week of the season, so. Right. But with that said, let's start out giving our most impressive statement this week. I think we're going to be in agreement on it so far this weekend – First, your most impressive statement made by a team this week? Who do you think that is? Oh, uh, as far as teams this weekend? um, Yeah. Let's see. Uh, I mean, we can go with a few obvious places where teams that we weren't expecting a whole lot out of did some things 
but doesn't necessarily mean that this is like the most ex- biggest thing. I mean, A and M put up a lot of points against a a team that they should have put up a lot of points against. You know, um, Auburn did what they were supposed to do. Nobody was really sure about what they were going to look like. Uh, Alabama with Jalen Milrow absolutely tore up uh, Middle Tennessee State. Um, again, they they put a statement on them. Uh, you know, with with teams like that. Um, but I guess the biggest one, the biggest statement would be, and this is probably where you were going, is going to be Coach Prime, Colorado. You know. Yeah, that's kind of where I road, was going with it. Yeah, going on the road and winning. You know, being a twenty-one point dog and winning by three, so or four, three or four. Um, but yeah, three. The, I, think, I believe yeah. that. I think that's the. Uh, I think that's the one that uh, we should probably be looking at. So, yeah, I mean, yep. I think you know. Opening week, opening weekend here, you know, week one so far, I would I would have to give it to Colorado and Coach Prime. I mean, to go into TCU, 21-point underdogs, according to Vegas and the sports books. And, you know, it was a shootout. It was 45-42. You know, um, they did stop them on a fourth down. Uh, late with about 40, 50 seconds left. Um, it was like stopped them a couple of yards shy. So there was a stop in the game. <laughs> it happened at the very end, but, you know, it was it was an impressive performance. Um, his son, the quarterback, um, had a well of a game, 510 yards, most ever by uh, Colorado Buffalo um, passing. Uh, Travis Hunter played both sides of the ball. I think I read he played 121 snaps, had 112, 121 yards passing, um, had an interception on defense, playing corner. Um, You know, so they've got two outstanding players. Is that going to be enough, uh, you know, to make a big splash throughout the whole season? It's just week one. We kind of have to wait and see. Don't you agree with that? Right. And, I mean, also what you really have to look at is, was this a mass improvement with Colorado or a mass drop-off by TCU? Because, again, TCU was in the national championship game last year or in January or this year. So the the, the talent drop-off, from TCU or the talent gain from Colorado, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll know as the year goes on, you know, was this more of a statement of how bad TCU is or will be or how good Colorado is or will be? Because that's a, yeah. the, this thing, I mean, just, just think we were, we were looking at TCU and you could tell that there was a talent disparity in the national championship game. And then they had a lot of players either depart for the NFL or, you know, transfer out or whatever, but they are nowhere near what they were last year. 
No, so, they're not. And then, and then, of course, this game was defense optional. So, which I and their I ranking, mean, their ranking preseason was based a whole lot off of what they did last year, and correct, giving yeah. them and giving them a little credit um, off of what they did last year, making it they were national runner-ups, and you know, so that I I feel like that was a whole lot of their ranking preseason-wise, right. anyway. You know, yep. so we don't really know what TC is going to be this year. We don't know if they're going to be six and six or nine and three or, you know what I mean? Like we have, we really don't know yet. But yep. you do have to kind of give Colorado some credit to go into um, an away of our environment like that and be 21 point underdogs, you know, Dion's gonna pound his chest and he's gonna speak his words and 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 be the bravado that that he is. But you got let's hold the phone just a few minutes, you know what I mean? And let's see, let's see they get Nebraska coming up, and it is a home game this this coming week. Um, and then you know, they got there's some really good teams in the Pac 12, so we'll see where they wind up. But I wanted to start out with that, and then we'll move on. So some of the – I got bad beats and biggest upsets of the week so far. Um, You know, where do you think some of this lands as far as, you know, what what you consider either a bad beat or a big upset? Because there's been some this week. All right, looks like looks like he dropped off for a minute. Sorry about that, guys. Like I said, we're trying out the whole phone thing for the first time here. So I'll let him come back in. So he's talking about bad beats and big upsets. Um, you know, I thought there was a couple in the Pac-12. Um, Baylor got beat by Texas State. Um, Texas State is actually where T.J. Finley went, and Baylor got beat by them at home, forty-two to thirty-one. Um, and then uh, another one in the Big Twelve late last night was Wyoming came back and beat Texas Tech late in that game and knocked them off. So, you know, as far as bad beats and biggest upsets, I think that's two of the biggest upsets over the weekend uh, that happened yesterday. Are you there with me now, John? Yes, yes. Uh, so that was part of them. Um, and then you had, uh, I believe, Purdue got knocked off by Fresno State. Yes, Purdue well. got knocked off by Fresno State at home. That was yep. another one that happened yesterday. Yep. Um. I'm trying to think, was there any other like major where it looks like 
you know, you got TCU. That was another one that got beat by Colorado. Yeah, that one was more of a, a points thing, you know, as far as, you know, having the, you know, the point spread. But they were both, I mean, yeah. those were both power five teams playing each other. Um, and it was yeah, just Purdue got beat 39-35, four points at home by Fresno State. Oh, Northern Illinois knocked off Boston College 27-24 in an OT That's yesterday. Right. That's right. That's right. Yep. Northern yep. Illinois knocked off Boston College, and then, uh, but yeah, yeah, those were those were the ones that I can remember off the top of my head, uh, as yep. far as the bad beats and the uh, and the the uh, the upsets that had happened yesterday. Right. So there was, yeah, that's kind there of was what quite I was a few of them. So there was Illinois. Kicked a field goal and barely hung on. One by two, 30 to 28 at home over Toledo. This Toledo team is a pretty good team. I'm not going to say that they're not. I think they have a good chance of maybe um, being a contender in the in the MAC. Um, and you know, we'll see where they are at the end of the year. But I think this Toledo team is a better group of five team would be my you know would be my take on them yes yeah yeah i agree with you there so yeah um sorry i'm looking at a few things here from yesterday's games i'm trying to catch up with everything uh but yeah so the um trying to do it without losing the connection because if i do anything on my phone i will lose the connection like i have oh, to stay okay. on it. yeah that's you have what to stay on it that's what, yeah that's, yeah that's what that's what happened with the uh, the first time is i tried to uh minimize and see if i could have beyond this have this going and then go to you know look things up on you know oh yeah different sites yeah. and when i did that it kicked me out and i went oh can't do that so yeah. <laughs> so yeah. uh well i mean right i told now, everybody this is our first time trying to do it on the phone we got some new software right. we're running and you right. know we're just trying it out but i appreciate you jumping on with me uh i didn't do it off the top so i do want to read we are called sportscast this is weekend wrap-up show um we are part of the fanboys we are featured on let's talk sports we are featured on on Sideline Sports, the Real Fresh channel. These are all YouTube channels. You can check them out. And we're on WSBN TV channel 30. Download the BoxCast app. Look for World Sports Broadcasting Network on Roku, Apple, or Fire TV. And once you do that, you can find College Sportscast on channel 30. I also have scrolling at the bottom our True Victory to Fanboys 15% discount. It's a veteran-owned sportswear company check them out and i have our amazon links located at greenville sports media and fanboys.com so want to get that out of the way as part of the show today john who you think so far i mean i know we got lsu and florida state coming up but who do you think looks like some of the better teams um just after week one 
So, so far, I mean, what we've seen is that it took Georgia a while before they figured some things out. Um, I still think they're going to be a good team. I think it's an overreaction to say that they're not good. I think Bama looked impressive with uh, Jalen Milrow playing the majority of the ball game right there. He made some throws that most people were, were saying he wouldn't make or wasn't capable of making, and he made some of those those throws downfield. Um, so having that plus his dynamic play-making ability with his legs uh, makes Alabama a dangerous team, especially when they've got the a, a, an offensive line as big as they do. Um, they've got three guys that are over 350 pounds, Cole Kubik made uh, remark made this remark on the uh, on the broadcast last night. Talked about three guys. It's something that he had never seen in a college uh, setting. He had gone and looked up and asked a bunch of people, and never had seen three, uh, much less having two guys over three hundred and fifty pounds starting on the same offensive line. And right. Alabama's got three. Um, you know, they pulled up by Alabama's offensive line. Uh, you know, average weight, and it is higher than the average weight of the the NFL average weight for starting offensive linemen. So, is they it are three thirty nine? Does that sound right? Three thirty nine? Yes, three thirty nine sounds like the the average weight for. I think that's the, what it is. Actually, is three thirty nine yeah. the average weight? And it was like, and it was like three fifteen or something like that for. Yeah. the NFL at 319 or something like that. So they had it for about like 20 pounds right? or, or uh, you know, 15, 20 pounds. So um, they looked pretty good. Uh, let's see. You got LSU in the top. You got A&M looked good. And I don't know 100% still don't know what they're going to be because I want to see them against – Somebody yeah, that a little tougher you know, competition. Worth, yes, yeah. I want to see somebody that's worth a dang. Penn State came out, took care of business. That's a team that everybody's kind of, you know, pointing at, looking at. Um, Oregon played a nobody, but they put up eighty-one points. Yeah, but I mean, that's what Oregon <laughs> has done. I mean, when so you just not, look at, again, at not, it, it's got impressive. You're like, right. wow, eighty-one points. Yeah, I mean, they put up eighty-one. You know. I mean that's exactly what they did, but uh, I yeah. I mean USC, nobody saw it. Um, it looked like and they didn't you know, play anybody really. So yeah, I mean they didn't play anybody, but again, nobody saw that game. Um, I mean there's 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 teams out there that did. You know, I mean, they, they, I, mean I agree with you on Alabama. Alabama beat Middle Tennessee um, 56 to 7. And Middle Tennessee is not a slouch of a team. Like they are. 50, a, they gave up a touchdown late in the game, I thought. Did they? Yeah. Or did they not? What's that? Maybe I'm thinking, I'm thinking of Auburn's score. Never mind. Auburn gave up a touchdown at the very end of the game that make it 14. So, Alabama, the final here on ESPN, it says 56-7. Okay, but, so they, they didn't give up one late. In the, or they did yeah. give up one late in the game. It was just what I'm saying is Middle Tennessee is not a terrible team. Like, they're right. a decent right. 
you know, they're a decent team um, most of the time. I mean, uh, isn't that and, a team that beat that beat Tennessee a couple of years ago? Yeah, they actually – and Middle Tennessee so, beat – what was it, Miami last year? Was it Miami that, that – that, was, it, was it Middle Tennessee that beat Miami? I think. I'm pretty sure it was Middle Tennessee that beat Miami, Hurricanes, last year in yeah. Miami. Right. I was trying to remember if that was them yeah, or not. That but yeah, that was just last I mean, season. Was, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was a uh, – I uh, thought Washington looked like a really, really good team yesterday. Um, right. They I, beat I, Boise State, who is a pretty good, you know, program. And has a knack years. for beating, and, and has a knack for beating, you know, top ten teams. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, and they beat Boise one. State fifty-six to nineteen yesterday. I thought that was kind of impressive, showing by right. Washington and Michael Penix now, Jr. All right, here we go. I've got one for you. What are your thoughts on Ohio State? Because that game was, you know, seven to three for a long time. It was so about um, midway, midway third quarter before it got where Ohio State started to, to flex well, so on, on this is this is I'm going to move my little thing here. Unimpressive wins. Ohio State gets one of these um, for from me anyway. Um, they wind up winning, I think, 23 to three over Indiana. It was at Indiana, but the. Um, odds on the game was 30 plus, like they were at least a 30 point favorite in this game. Right. Ohio State was even on the road, and you know they played they played really slow in this game as far as score wise, um, and it really wasn't that impressive. I'm not impressed with this Indiana team. I think they're going to be near at least near the bottom, if not the last one, two, three teams in the Big Ten this year. Um, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a real impressive showing by Ohio State, but it's just week one. They're replacing their quarterback. McCord got the start, and we'll see if he, you know, makes a big jump in week two or three. He's going to have to because they play Notre Dame pretty soon, and Notre Dame's another team. That kind of has looked impressive. Yep, and I mean, like, would you throw Georgia into the unimpressive win? I mean, they did win by a lot eventually, but it took them like until the second half. Eventually, the, but first. it was fourteen to seven or something midway through the second quarter. Yeah, and then well, like they they scored so late late in the second quarter to kind of pad the lead and then they and then they uh and then in the the second half is where they started really running away with it but it just took yeah, them a long was. time yeah. it seemed like it but, did take i mean a they're long replacing time. they're placing no. they're replacing a uh, new quarterback new new offensive coordinator they've got uh one of their top running backs is out for the season they've got um you know, several other, you know, players that I guess that they were, you know, receivers and stuff like that, that they were replacing new, new guys coming in, you know, you got rah-rah, uh, or yeah, coming in or, and, um, from, uh, from Mississippi state, they had, uh, I can't remember who the other one was. There's another one that came in. They didn't have McConkey 
dressed. So there was a lot of, there was a lot of, um, things that were not 100%, they were not 100%. And right. I think that, I think obviously by the end of the game, they will have eventually, or by the end of the season, they will eventually have really, really figured some things out. So I don't really put a whole lot of stock in that one, but you know, I wasn't really, I mean, I guess I wasn't, you know, I wasn't really like just fully all out impressed with what was going on. Um, oh, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. You know, I think Ohio about, State about, started. Really here we slow. go. Here we go. This is going to probably anger a few people in our own little group here, but uh, this wasn't a, this wasn't talking about a winning team. But what about South Carolina? Man, I'm gonna be honest with you. This is a game that. Um, you know, I, for me to be beat up as much as he was, Rattler actually had decent stats, um, right? You know, and but my lord, like I was making jokes last night that I think they had their thirty-second sack in a, in one game. I mean, yeah. So there were was, nine sacks. There were nine sacks in that game, and I think that they, you know, I think the. There was a post game show where they were talking about like, have you ever seen nine sacks in one game? And I was like, well, yes, I have. Uh, Auburn sacked Brody Kroll eleven times in one game, and then they sacked John Parker Wilson once. They had twelve sacks in the game, or they did twelve on Brody Kroll and had a thirteenth one against. Uh, but if you count all the against, hits, I mean, they got to him almost every time. Like he he so, was like drilled all night long. So the offensive line was just turnstiles. Oh my lord! It was. I don't know. Did you watch any of the game? I I didn't watch was, the first half. So I, I had the second half. So I had the game on, but it was not the one that I was really paying a ton of attention to. Yeah, um, I was watching. I, you know, I, I will do the quad box on my right. TV you got the four was, games was, on, yeah. and it was one of and it was one of the games on the quad box. But I had, um, because it was being played at the same time as the Alabama game, I was paying attention to the Alabama game. Um, on my computer, I'd put the Penn State game, so I was watching Penn State. Um, I think, I'm trying to remember who else I had on the, on because uh, yeah, it was a night game. So uh, I would have had probably, uh, I think Georgia was still playing during that time, during at least the first half of that game. Georgia was still going. So, I mean, I had all those other games going on yeah. that I was paying more attention to than I was with the South Carolina one. I, would I didn't look really up get to see the first half of, of the game, but I got to see the second half. Right, right. So, that's just – it just yeah. was very perplexing. And then, of course, I mean, you knew you could see a good UNC team, and it was like – but there were times where UNC would be just really bad, even with all the talent that they've had. And then – South Carolina, with what seemingly was lack of talent, could knock off really good teams like Clemson and Tennessee at the end of the year last year. So that was something okay, that... Okay, so you, you're asking about South Carolina. So what I saw last night is they clearly look like a team that is replacing 
15 starters on both sides of the ball. Right, and had about, what, four or five go out with injuries during the game. They only have so, seven starters back from last year. That's it. Yeah, so that – And their so, entire offensive line is new, and they looked so, like it last night. I mean, they so were terrible. You could, you could say that this team, like, whereas the, the Georgias and Alabamas and even Clemson to a degree, Ohio State, those teams reload. South Carolina obviously was not reloading. They just didn't have the the horses waiting, no. you know, for their time. So that's basically what 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 we saw last night. Right. Is that even if they are, even if they yeah. eventually and, will be and, good, and, they were not. They were not experienced and didn't, had not played with each other and were very much showing it. So. Yep. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And North Carolina on defense over the last couple of years has been very, very, very low average, to be honest. Correct. And South Carolina made them look like, you know, the best pass rushing defense in the darn college football. I mean, you know, I guess I mean, you would think that, you know, with, with, with a D coordinator like Gene Chizik, you would think that that defense would be as good as it showed last night you know, for a lot longer, but the last couple of years yeah. with Gene, it just looked bad, and you were just really shocked. It has, how but last night, uh, Gene Chisnick, he defense. dialed it up last night. Right, so yeah, uh, maybe he's finally uh, got you know. players in there that he didn't have before, so. I don't know I if guess. Carolina can keep that up. I don't know if it was just a – because South Carolina's offensive line was so bad, you know, I mean, it was really hard to tell in that game because you just don't know if it was, you know, a mechanism of South Carolina or did North Carolina really improve that much? It was kind of hard to tell. Yeah. In that game, I thought. Now – you got to give Carolina, North Carolina credit. I mean, they took care of business. They did. I think Drake May did have two late turnovers, uh, interceptions in the late third quarter, first to the fourth, that I right. think kind of cost them. They could have easily won by, you know, three or four touchdowns, I think, if they don't have those turnovers. Right. Yeah. Um, it wound up being 31-17, uh, which was far more than the spread. It was only a two-and-a-half-point spread um, for North Carolina. So, I mean, you know, they still it was still a good game. Um, but I do have to say that Drake May did have two costly interceptions in the second half. One of them was a really errant pass that was behind the receiver. Um, it was not a good pass at all. And then I think right. the other one was just a little high, I believe, if I remember right. And it was actually off the hands and then intercepted, I believe. Um, but one of them didn't look good at all, I didn't think, yeah. with, with Drake yeah. May. And, you know, he's being hyped up as a Heisman guy. And – that one pass that I'm talking about was clearly a miss. I mean, he just, it was just right. a bad pass. Yeah. Yeah. 
So speaking of the North Carolina and South Carolina, who do you think is, you know, after one week here kind of watching most everybody play, we've got Clemson and Duke tomorrow night. Uh, we got Oregon State playing right now, and we've got uh, LSU and FSU. But outside of that, just about everybody else has played. Who do you think is the most impressive conference so far? Who do you have that you would think, wow, I, I wasn't expecting that, or I think this conference has showed the most? Who do you think that is? So, I mean, look, uh, I know that, you know, Oklahoma looked a heck of a lot better, especially defensively. Uh, looked like Brent Venable's defense uh, had really, really laid into the defense from last year. So I think that they were – I think that was a uh, a uh, much improvement, which will help out with the Big 12, looking the way that they were looking. Um, you know, do we count Colorado as Pac-12 or Big 12? I mean, they beat a Big 12 team, so it doesn't really matter, I guess. Um, well, I guess we're counting them as Pac-12 this year, but we'll count them as Pac-12. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, like, there's only what two real Pac-12 teams that are left, right? Oregon State, Washington State, they're the last two. So, um, I honestly think I honestly think it might be the Pac-12. Like, I think they've made a really good showing. You got USC that's already won two games. I know they've not been you know, majorly impressive, but you got Washington that won a big game against Boise State. You got Colorado that upset TCU. Um, Oregon demolished a, a bad team. Um, you know, I, you, Arizona State won a game. Um, you know, I, Utah I'm not sure. Utah beat an SEC team. Utah beat Florida. So SEC has, yep, SEC has two losses um, with South Carolina getting beat and Florida getting beat. Right. Um, and I mean, you know, so. Yeah. And then, of course, everybody else was, you know, big, you know, nobody else played anybody that was worth a dang, you know, outside of that. And then. Right, in the SEC. Besides, I mean, LSU does tonight. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. If LSU was to lose tonight, then the SEC be 0-3 in games that, you know, like really had some kind of something behind them, you know, another Power Five or whatever you want to call it. I think that'd be a pretty big hit in my book for the SEC to open 0-3 on, you know. And the Big 12, I mean, you had TCU losing at home. You had, you you know, you had Baylor getting beat by Texas State. You had um, Texas Tech getting beat by Wyoming. I mean, that's kind of a black eye, if you ask me.
I'm not 100% sure that uh, there's another conference. You know, the Big Ten actually played some conference games in week one, which was a little crazy. I thought he went out on me. But the Big Ten actually played some conference games, um, which, by the way, Thursday, our game day pick them, my lock of the week was Rutgers over Northwestern. It was a seven-point spread, six-and-a-half-point spread, and they won 24-7. to So I did get my lock of the week. My upset of the week did not happen. It was UCLA, Coastal Carolina. Um, that game was a little closer than – then, then this it was 27 13. I was, I think the spread was 14 and a half, which was right there, but I think that's what it was. It was either 14 or 14 and a half. Um, so I had, I had those as my upset and lock of the week. Nope, All right, John. Can you? Yeah, I don't. Can you hear me? Yeah, I don't know where I was. So, what, when when you lost me? Are you back? Yes. Are you back? Yeah, can I'm not sure, man. Hmm. Are you able to hear me? No, I was talking about the SEC being zero and two, and if they were to get beat tonight, LSU and start zero and three, that wouldn't be it. That wouldn't be good for the SEC. I don't think. Eh, no. Um, obviously, no, that wouldn't be good at all. But um, I don't think that there's going to be – I think eventually this will be taken care of. You know, the first of the season, everybody kind of get their shots in. But I think by the end of the season, everything will be uh, evened out the way that it – the way that it, sh- you know, people think or should be. I think, you know, like you said, Pac-12 seemed to be the most impressive – the Big Ten seemed to lose a few games too, because I mean, remember, think about this: Purdue lost a game that the Big Ten actually you know, played some conference games. They did, they did. They had a conference game. So Nebraska lost to an in-conference, you know, team. So to Minnesota, um, Purdue yeah. lost. Uh, to Rutgers a team that beat was, Northwestern, so they had um, a few conference games to start out with. Right, but but like I said, Purdue lost. Ohio State had an unimpressive win against teams that they should have beat by a lot. Um, yeah. You know, uh, and Illinois, you know, kicked a field goal to beat a team that they should have been, that they should have beaten by more. They than were nine and a half point they favorites. Yeah. Right. And they kicked a field yeah. goal at the very end of the game to, to win. So, yeah. Um, so when you look at that, plus, you know, the fact that the SEC's lost a few games. The Big 12 lost with uh, with Texas Tech and uh, Baylor, Baylor and, and, and TCU. TCU all losing. Yeah. Those were right. games that they all should have probably won. I mean, Baylor probably isn't that great. TCU's not that great. But I mean, the only I mean, you would game think that they would that... all win. Com- you know, they would all you would think that they would all beat competition that's less than power five outside of TCU playing a power five team. Um, yeah. The only game that so, SEC won that was against a power five opponent 
was Tennessee over Virginia. And I'm just going to be honest with you, Virginia is not very good. So Correct. it's really not Correct. an impressive win. Right. Yeah. That, that's not an impressive win. They, um, they should have beat Virginia and they should have beat them by a lot. So, yes. Yeah. I mean, that's not an impressive win. So, right. And I mentioned that, you know, it's not a real impressive win. Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, as of right so, now, Pac 12 looks I actually the think most impressive. so far in week one, it's the Pac 12. Right. Because even even the ACC has yeah. Boston College, which is just not right. very good. Yep. And Virginia got beat. Um, now North Carolina did beat. beat South Carolina. And if FSU was to beat LSU tonight, then maybe the ACC's got a claim. But they'd be they'd, they'd have a claim as being the second one, but not necessarily. I don't think they'd be a, a one because. Yeah, the, uh, that's what the I Pac-12 said. Yeah. The Pac-12 has They would have a claim lost. being second. Yeah. Yeah. But, again, first week of the season, so not – this isn't really anything. Yeah, I mean, no, all of this, you have to kind of take this, it, you know. this week, so. Yep. It's really, it's really hard to sit here after week one and tell you guys, hey, this is what this team is going to be. You know, I mean, we don't know exactly. We're just kind of giving a – our takes off of, oh, yeah. you know, seeing them one time. Um, all of these teams are probably going to be improving over the next two or three weeks. Um, you know, there's usually a big jump between games one and two and two and three, um, you know, to start the right. season out. Each team usually grows quite a bit between those, you know, between those two games. So by week you know, usually by week four or five, you kind of you kind of get a better feeling of what these teams are going to be. Um, you know, but we love talking college football. We'll come on here and uh, and do this each week and kind of give our takes on on how things went for the week. You know, and uh, have a little fun with you guys. So. We kind of already talked about some of the teams that were not looking great, um, and that was kind of the unimpressive wins. Um, so let's we just talked about most impressive conferences so far. So let's let's do a little conference outlook after week one. You know, Mississippi State kind of struggled uh, early in their game. Um, I don't think Vandy looks very good. Like they struggled with Alabama A&M through at least the first half. They, you know, they put some points on the board the second half. Um, I'm not still got to see some stuff on, on Texas A&M and see exactly what, you know, what they're going to be when they actually play somebody. We'll find out about Bama. You know, Bama plays Tennessee this coming week. So, an outlook on that. Texas. I mean, yeah. That's different what, UT. Yes, that's what I meant. Texas. Different, different meant. UT. Yeah, they're playing Texas this week. So, we'll find out a lot about Alabama between Alabama and Texas. It is in Tuscaloosa um, this this coming Saturday. So, that's 
probably the biggest SEC game of the week. Um, I wouldn't yes. think there would be one bigger than that. Not that I'm aware of. Yeah. I, can, I would look it up, but I'm going to be uh, kicked out of here. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I would think that it is. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't. Texas. I don't there's think there's a bigger game bigger than, than Texas, Alabama. Right. Um, now, week three yeah. or four. So, I mean, that's that's kind of the big game to look forward to in the SEC. Um, you know, it's a, another non-conference week for the most part. Week two will be um, there'll be a few um, games matchups that are you know worthy of, of of us looking at and talking about the, the one that pops off the chart to me to start with is Texas and Alabama. Right. Um, you know for next week. But kind of looking ahead. Let's see if I can You got the schedule? Yeah, get a schedule to come up here. Yeah, that's just coming up for week one. Let's go week two. I mean, I don't know if you consider it a big game, but Illinois goes to Kansas. It'll be interesting. Um, yeah, it's kind of a mid between the mids in the Big yeah. Ten and the and the uh, Big Twelve. It's a mid P five. <laughs> yeah, you know that that's kind of a mid power game. Five. It's power five. It's still power five, but it's mid. Right. Yes. Um, Notre Dame goes to North Carolina State. Plays at North Carolina State next week, which that one will be interesting. That, that'll be an interesting game next week, I think. Yes. Um, Nebraska goes to Colorado. I think now that's going to be an interesting game and be definitely no, be on TV. It won't be interesting at all. <laughs> well, it's it'll it'll definitely be on TV now. Yes, it will be. Matt Rule versus Coach Prime. Yeah, yep. I don't know that before, you know, yesterday that it was going to be on TV, but it will be now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, another interesting SEC game. Ole Miss travels to Tulane and plays at Tulane. Tulane is a 24th ranked team in the country. Um, preseason, we'll see where they land. They did win yesterday, so they should still still be ranked. Ole Miss is 22nd. Is Auburn and Cal next week? Yeah, Auburn at Cal next week. Um, you got Texas A&M travels to Miami Hurricanes. So that's another SEC game, uh, ACC. Um, so, you know, that's that's a game to kind of keep your eye out on. Texas State actually travels to UTSA. I know most people aren't going to pay attention to it, but now that Texas State with T.J. Finley, you know, has beat um, Baylor, 
maybe they go and knock off UTSA. Oh yeah. So. Um, App State plays at North Carolina. You can never, you never know about App State. SMU plays Oklahoma. Yeah, that'll be fun to see SMU. That'll be uh, seeing an Oklahoma team versus uh, Rhett Lashley, a the prodigal son of of uh, Gus Malzahn. Yep. Being the yep. uh, the that'll head be an coach at SMU, game. You got to... that'll be an interesting one. ACC SEC matchup yep. right there. You got Cincinnati right? tr- uh, playing. At... What's that? I said the uh, SMU Oklahoma game will be an ACC versus SEC. <laughs> yeah, yeah, will be soon. Next year. Yeah, next year. Next uh, year. Yep, next year. You got Cincinnati travels to Pittsburgh. Cincinnati put a killing on Eastern Kentucky yesterday, but they are FCS, so we'll see. Um, But that's a game to kind of keep your eye on. Um, Oregon travels to Texas Tech, which I thought was going to be a tough game, but now that they got beat by Wyoming, I'm not sure anymore. Right. Um, Right now it's going to go lean to Oregon beating the mess out of Texas Tech. Got it. Yeah, that's at so Texas. So when, when Oregon when Oregon loses or that game is a lot closer than everybody thinks, then it's gonna ultimately be the uh, everybody's gonna be like, "What in the heck happened?" And then yeah. now they'll have to recalibrate everything. Right. <laughs> you got uh, number nineteen Wisconsin travels to play at Washington State next week. And that just give you some idea. Oh, yeah, Furman yeah. plays at South Carolina. And after South Carolina looked as bad as they did last night, Furman is a top five FCS team, has a chance, has a really good team, has a chance um, to possibly win a championship this year in the FCS. If if Furman knocks off South Carolina, I'm going to go ahead and bury South Carolina. <laughs> I'm just telling you, as bad as they looked last night, if you Furman played Clemson like the second or third game of the season last year, and Clemson barely beat them. Yeah. Um, and – they have 21 starters back, and I know this because the fanboys is covering Furman this year, and they have 21 starters back from that team last year, and they are a top-five team, just to give you all uh, a little rundown on that game. Yep. yep it's yep. not a game that I'll most people get to cover. pay attention to. I'll actually to, get to but... cover that, too. I'll get to cover Furman for one game this year. Yeah, I will be too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why. So I wanted to bring it up. It's actually a really big game for Furman football. And like I said, they are top five FCS and have some national championship hopes in the FCS. Um, yep. So we'll see exactly. If Furman is able to stay with them and have a chance to knock them off, then I'm not so sure about South Carolina anymore. We'll see. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that'll definitely be a game to kind of keep your eye your eye out on for next week. That kind of gives you an idea on some of the games. There's probably a few more. I was just kind of scrolling through. Um, you know, the Texas A&M Miami game will be a game I, I would probably like to keep an eye out on. Um, see if Texas A&M looks offensively as good playing at Miami. Right. So, you know, that, that'll be another one there. Any other game that I mentioned there that kind of catches your eye? I mean, I know you got Cal and Auburn because for you, you're an Auburn fan, Auburn grad. So, Well, I mean, um, I'm going to probably be paying attention again to a lot of the SEC games that you've mentioned because of the fact that, you know, like looking at the the, the Furman and South Carolina game, the, the Texas A&M and Miami, the Auburn and Cal, the Alabama and Texas. Like, I'm going to be watching all those right there. Those are going to be the ones that I pay attention to the most. Um, so uh, it will be those. Uh, there may be a few that are outside of that that I, that I go look at. You know, um, if I can put my eyes on Oregon, I will. Um, if I can put yeah. my eyes on on uh, Notre Dame next week, I may I may do that as well. But other than that, I mean. Yeah, I'm the really Notre Dame-North uh, Carolina State game should solely. be a good game to watch. Right, uh, I'll be I'll be mostly focused on the uh, the ones uh, that that involve SEC teams. Um, may even look at the uh, the Colorado game as well. So that one seems like it could be interesting as well. So, but um, I will be paying mostly attention, like I said, to the the SEC ones. Obviously, the Auburn one will be of great interest to me. Um, but, uh, yeah, so what about you? What are you going to be paying attention to? Well, so, I mean, most of those, you know, are, are going to be the ones that I am paying most attention to probably that I, I kind of run through there. I mean, you know, the Texas-Alabama game, honestly, that's probably going to be the first one that I'm going to put um, And then – you know, I go to the Notre Dame NC State game will be. I definitely am going to be paying attention to the Furman South Carolina game. Um, I think that's going to be interesting. I might even be a little interesting in the Texas State UTSA game. Just to, I mean, you know, take a peek or two here and there and just see what's going on in that game. Um, UTSA. Yeah, I would like to. They did get like beat get, yesterday by Houston, but it was at Houston, and it was only 17-14. Right. So they have a pretty good team, I believe, UTSA. They usually do. They have a good offense. Right. Um, but, you know, those are some of the games that I'll keep an eye out on for next week, kind of looking ahead. You know, I'm excited about football being back. Kentucky yesterday won by 30, covered the spread against Ball State. I will be interested in watching 
what happens this coming week with Georgia because they play Ball State, the same team Kentucky just played yesterday. Kentucky beat them 44-14. to Georgia kind of struggled in the first half, come out and, and put a whooping on them the second half, but it was kind of a late run, and I'm going to be interested to see just how bad Georgia puts a whooping on on Ball State on Saturday. So that's another game. But that's just me personally because I'm a Kentucky fan. Um, most people are not going to be paying attention to that game. I know that. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, most people could care less about Georgia beating Ball State. So, you know, but – I will pay a little bit of attention to that game um, next week just because Kentucky just got through playing them, beat them 44-14, 30-point win at home, first game of the season. So we'll see. You know, I thought Devin Leary actually struggled yesterday in the first half. Um, he was only 40%, 8 of 20 in the first half. Did have like 144 yards, um, but – I actually thought his accuracy was a little bit off yesterday. I'm hoping it was just first game jitters, being new team, you know, new offense, new offensive coordinator, new new teammates, you know, new crowd, new new experience. I'm kind of hoping maybe he gets all of that out of the way and gets the bugs out of the way because I think Leary can be a, a great quarterback and lead Kentucky to a good season, but he's going to have to play better than yesterday. Yep, yep. Yep. Well, all right, guys. This has been College Sportscast Weekend Wrap-Up. We're going to wrap things up with about an hour show here. Um, again, our sponsors, True Victory. It's a veteran-owned athletic brand. Use our code to fanboys 15% off. Um to get 15% off, use DeFanboys. Um, they got some really cool gear there and comfort fitting athletic gear. Um, and they're all veteran owned. You can get veteran colors and army colors and stuff like that and anything. And you can also get your team's colors um, in most of the shirts and stuff there. So check them out. And then we are on Amazon as an affiliate and our links, you can customize your own fan shops. So if you are a Kentucky fan or an Auburn fan or Georgia fan or whoever, Clemson, Texas, whoever you are, you can customize your own shop and place orders to do that. Just go to greenvillesportsmedia.com or defanboys.com. And there are links on the page. John Roberts, it's been fun. We'll wrap this up with an hour, but uh, we'll see you guys next week. I appreciate it, John. All right. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>